What's going on, Sunbelt fans? My name is Dominic Crusetto. Welcome into the Week 9 preview for Sunbelt Action. Starting off Thursday night, October 27th, we've got a matchup on primetime television on ESPN2, 7.30, that pits Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns versus the Southern Miss Eagles down there in Mississippi. At The Rock, as they call it. Also, App State calls theirs The Rock. I'm sure at some point that will become some type of rivalry uh, or bragging rights game. Anyway, getting back to this one, we've got the Cajuns currently, as of Thursday morning, favored by one and a half points. I'm surprised it's that small of a margin. Um, They've been pretty good lately and actually are on a two-game win streak, which is funny because Southern Miss is also on a two-game win streak. Um, And so this should be a pretty good matchup of some teams that are heating up as we go on here, although we know that Southern Miss kind of escaped that Texas State game last week uh, just barely there at the end with that uh, was, I think, a 53-yard touchdown pass with only about 32 seconds left in the game. Uh, So We've got Woolrich, who's, who's really heated up. I mean, he's, he's gone for 10 touchdowns, one interception on the year. Meanwhile, you've got Wilkie on the other side of the ball. He's actually thrown more interceptions than touchdowns, eight interceptions to seven uh, touchdowns on the season. You've got run games that are very similar, uh, but you've got probably the better of the run game over there of Frank, Frank Gore Jr. Obviously, you're going to lean on him a little bit more. And you've got some wide receivers that match up quite well statistically. So it'll it'll – be an interesting matchup to me. I think that Southern Miss defense probably holds Cajuns down early, but they open it up a little bit, uh, especially if Southern Miss continues to make some mistakes there, especially at the quarterback position. Uh, I am going to favor Louisiana in this one. They've had a lot of midweek matchups over the past couple years, a couple of them against App State. They've been tested during the week on short weeks. I think they're going to come in here with a little bit more experience, uh, a little bit Uh, more knowledge on how to pace this type of game and and win these types of games. I'm going to favor them a lot more heavily than the score spread that's going around now. I'm going to say the Cajuns take this one 31, Southern Miss 18. Moving on to Saturday's matchups, we've got Robert Morris coming up the mountain to face Appalachian State. That one's a 3.30 kick on ESPN+. Uh, I don't see this one being much of a game. Uh, if you remember App State taking on Citadel, they put a goose egg up on them, and that one wasn't even very enjoyable to watch unless you were an App State fan. Uh, Robert Morris got hammered by Citadel themselves just a week or so ago. So I don't see this one being real entertaining. I think your depth players are going to get a lot of uh, time and experience on the field. Uh, probably don't see many starters, if any of them, after the halftime. I'm calling this one in favor of App State 52-0. to zero. I don't see Robert Morris putting up much of a fight. And when I little it out of order, we actually have a 3 o'clock kick before that that pits Old Dominion up against Georgia State. That game favors Georgia State currently by four. And if you're asking yourself why, I'm asking the same question as well. We saw Georgia State start out pretty hot last week uh, in the midweek game against App State. Uh, They looked like the better team throughout much of the first quarter and almost really through the the whole first half. They kind of let App take control a little bit more towards the end of the first half there, uh, but still led going into halftime. And then I'm not sure exactly what changed. Some minor things maybe, but uh, made 
big changes on the scoreboard for App. Uh, they just continued to run the ball and were really successful there. So the fact that ODU has Watson, who's been playing really, really well as of late, and that O-line seems to be gelling a lot better, I'm not sure how they're thinking Georgia State's going to put up more points against a team that's a pretty good rushing attack. Uh, and then they've also got, obviously, the Jennings player there who's, I think, at this point in time, maybe leading the league in receiving yards. I'm not sure about the touchdowns. He, he I think he's tied with at least some others. Um, but he, I think he leads the league in, in receiving yards at this point. I just think ODU's offense is just going to be too much for that Georgia State defense. From what I saw in that Georgia State defense against App State, they they weren't terrible against the pass, really. But uh, that rushing attack is just going to be too much. And I think ODU takes this one 31-24. I, it could be a good game. I, I think that's still a pretty close score. I think Georgia State probably rebounds pretty well against uh, what they did against app. I think they're going to see some stuff on film and, and know where their success came and hopefully they understand where they were having success and, and lean on that aspect, which is quarterback keepers giving Tucker Greg the ball uh, and not taking a whole lot of deep downfield shots because we know Granger isn't the best downfield passer. Um, but also you're probably looking at a little bit of different weather situation, Georgia state, you know, playing in a cold risk of, of the Boone weather last week probably didn't do them any favors. So that could be an interesting matchup there to watch. I put that on my radar as maybe the number two game of the week. Uh, as far as the number one game, that one will be the last one before that. We'll jump into a four o'clock kick on ESPNU that pits South Alabama against Arkansas state in Jonesboro, Arkansas. That one favors South Alabama Jaguars by 10 at this point. Uh, I think that's a pretty good margin i think they'll cover that relatively easy we saw them get into a defensive battle last week with troy uh and then we know that unfortunately espnu coverage was uh pretty terrible that night but uh hopefully they can fix that aspect for this game the south alabama jaguars are really going to want to get back into the swing of things after that struggle they they actually shot themselves in the foot quite a bit um there was a couple times they got near the end zone or in scoring position in general, also could have you know added field goals, and they took themselves out of it with with bad penalties or um, you know letting Troy's defense get to them defensively too much and causing them to lose some yardage. Uh, I think they probably correct those errors against a team like Arkansas State, who struggled with consistency this year. Arkansas State can score points, and this being at home, I think they're going to score more than some people expect. But we know that they have consistently struggled to put a full game together and, and really make a team pay. And I don't think South Alabama is going to be a team that they catch off guard by any means. So I'm going to favor South Alabama pretty well in this one. I think Bradley gets back into the swing of things. Uh, Webb probably runs the ball better than he did last week against that uh, Troy defense. And uh, that that passing game, I think, is going to be just fine. I think they were just off, I mean, by inches a couple times against Troy for some really big plays. Uh, so I think they get back on track. I'm going to favor USA in this one, 36, Arkansas State, 17. And then the game of the week, uh, it was probably the game of the week really before the season even started when you had to pick one. I'm still sticking with it because I think it's going to be an interesting matchup. That one pits Coastal Carolina against Marshall. Actually, that game is going to be shown on the NFL Network at a 7 p.m. kick, and it currently favors Marshall by two and a half points. Uh, this is another one that kind of caught me off guard. Yes, Coastal 
got hammered in their last matchup. I think that's the result of uh, playing some close games, maybe being a little banged up, uh, and then running into just what is a really hot Old Dominion team, to be quite frank with you. Uh, But this one could be interesting because if Marshall takes it, we've got every single team in the East that will have two losses. Uh, So wide open in the East as far as who could take the top spot. And that's why I'm looking at this one as my game of the week because Marshall could certainly take this one. This is my uh, I previously it was my upset special. I didn't expect to see Marshall favored in the spread like they are, but uh, I am favoring Marshall in this one. I think Coastal gets going late, but I don't think they do well early with that long layoff. And uh, Marshall's, you know, heating up here. I'm not sure if Columbia will be back, but we know Fancher's been playing a little bit better as of late. Labrin's just been on fire and continues to be. I don't see a slowdown from him coming. And I actually think that with Fancher playing more, if he's going to do better in that passing game, he's got the weapons he needs. He's got damage over there. Uh, So there's certainly plenty of weapons for Marshall to get back on track and get themselves right after uh, dropping a couple games they feel like they shouldn't have earlier in the season. Uh, And like I said, I think... Coastal is a good quality team, honestly, and I think they closed the gap here late in this one, um, but I don't think it's quite enough. I think that long layoff doesn't do them any favors, uh, but Grayson McCall is a, a gamer, and we know that. I mean, only thrown one interception on the season, so they play pretty mistake-free football. We'll see if they can continue that against Marshall. That would obviously keep them in the game and get them uh, a great shot at the end to win it. Um, but I just don't see it happening. I'm going to favor Marshall in this one. A real, real close end here. Uh, 27 for Marshall, 24 for Coastal. That would cover the spread uh, in favor Marshall. And that one would wrap up our Week 9 predictions. Enjoy Sunbelt football as we get into some fall weather, some cold weather up in uh, Boone and some of the other areas that some of these Games are happening. Marshall's probably going to be pretty cold up there as well. Jonesboro could even see some some cooler temps. Uh, So enjoy the football. And until next time, see you later.